Would you please stand for reading of God's word? First reading is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, beginning in verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Now the Gospel of Luke chapter 1, verse 34. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth is in her old age and also will conceive a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. This is the word of the Lord. Please be seated. I don't know about you, but I don't really like darkness. We don't really like darkness, do we? When we go into a room in our homes and it's dark, what is the very first thing that we do? We turn on the light. There's something about darkness that makes us feel antsy. It makes us feel restless. When we see darkness, we want there to be light. More than that, I know there are a lot of parents here tonight. I have three little girls. My two oldest sleep together in the same room. Almost every single night as I turn the light down, they usually say the same thing every single night. Daddy, it's too dark. And what kind of father would I be if I just said, you know what, kids, toughen up, and I left. Now what do I do every single night? I go over to the lamp, we have a dimmer switch, and little by little, I turn up the light until it's just right. You see, we don't like the darkness. It makes us restless. It fills us with fear. There's really just one time of the year when we cannot wait for the sun to go down. You know what time that is? When do we want it to be dark? Christmas time. And do you want to know why? Because you can see this city from space. The Christmas lights come out, and our city is lit up, and it becomes magical. Suddenly, when the sun goes down, we're not filled with restlessness and fear. We're filled with wonder and mystery and awe. We become like little kids. Our little kids act like little kids, and we stay up way too late. We get in the car, we pile in, we go and look at Christmas lights. There's something about Christmas lights you cannot see them, 
And they are just not majestic without darkness. The Bible, when it talks about darkness, it uses it as a picture of fear, of restlessness, and of the sense that God is somehow not with us, that he's absent. In our passage tonight, that's what we see in Mary and Joseph. They felt like they were in the dark. They felt like they were in the dark because something was happening to them that they did not ask for and they did not plan. That happens to all of us. And they felt like they were being left in the dark. Joseph's fiance was pregnant and he was not the father. Can you imagine what the fear that must have been going through his mind? He must have been asking himself and even asking God, what on earth is happening? What am I supposed to do? The Gospel of Matthew tells us that being a just man, being a good man, even having at least some thought about him that was good, he he decided to quietly divorce Mary. He took matters into his own hands, just like you and I do when things get dark, when we don't know what to do, and he did what seemed right to him, only that was not the right thing. His fiance Mary, suddenly she learned that she was going to conceive a child, conceived by the Holy Spirit. She was filled with fear. She felt like she was in the dark. In many ways, Mary and Joseph, they're just a picture of what all people feel. Whether you believe in God or not, when things around us become chaotic, we don't know what we're supposed to do, we feel like we've been left alone in the dark, maybe even being abandoned by God. We wonder, God, where are you? How could you let this happen? Are you just absent? Do you not know what we're feeling? We wonder, is God actually a good father? Is he going to hear our cries and turn on the light? But friends and family, the good news of Christmas is that we have a good father who hears our cries. He heard the cries of his people crying out, a people who the prophet Isaiah said walked in darkness. They were desperate to see the light. They heard the cries of Mary and Joseph, and God visited them with an angel, and he said, fear not, I am with you. And what I want us all to see this afternoon, moving into this evening, is we have a good father who hears the cries of his children. When we see the darkness around us, when we wonder, God, where are you? He has answered our cries, and he has turned on the light. He has given us his son, Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world. What's so amazing about the Christmas story is that Mary and Joseph moved from fear to faith. And as we see them begin to trust God, Mary trusting God with this child growing in her womb, trusting God with this child who would be the Christ, Joseph trusting God, taking care of his fiancée, taking care of his son who belongs to his heavenly father. 
we begin to wonder, how, how could they respond that way? How, how can they have faith like that? And it's because an angel made a promise to Mary. Nothing is impossible with God. And so tonight, my prayer for you and your family, as it is for my own, is that we would believe the promise, the promise that Gabriel made to Mary, that nothing is impossible with God. How do we know that to be true? Because of the incarnation. God did the impossible. He sent his son to take on flesh to be the light of the world, whom John the Apostle in his gospel said would light up the darkness. And he has lit up the darkness of our hearts. He has lit up the darkness of our city. And he has lit up the darkness of our world. It's only in the darkness of a manger, in this dark place, in the place that you would least expect that God sent the light of the world. And my friends, tonight, it's in the places we least expect. When we think that God is far off and he is not with us, that he shows up and he sends his son whose name is Emmanuel, whose name means God is with us. He is with us. Christ the Lord has come and he is coming again. Join me in prayer now. Ask him to light up your hearts this Christmas Eve. Father in heaven, we ask, help us to see the light of the Christ child. Help us to know that the promises are true, that you really have done the impossible, that with you, even the impossible can be done. Help us to see that this is true because you came and took on flesh. And help us to see this is true because your son died for us and rose again for us. We know that you have the power to light up the darkest places of our hearts, the darkest places of our families, the darkest places of our city, the darkest places of our world. Father, be a light to us through your son Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.